0: my father got his first job with a bank at the age of 21. He worked all across India in various roles and levels with that bank. And at 60, he retired in the same organization that he had joined 39 years earlier. For him, and millions like him, a job was a lifelong relationship, a contract of loyalty, commitment, and in some senses, inevitability. That world does not exist any longer. Welcome to Value, a podcast where gurus from Global Gyan Academy help you create competitive advantage in your career. Learn how you can win in the future of work and uniquely design your career from those who have succeeded and failed at it. Now, here's your host, Srinivasa Adhyapali from Mumbai. In the previous episode, we discussed how we can look at concepts of strategy when designing and managing our career. The first step when formulating strategy is to look outside and to look ahead. What are the changes that are happening or likely to happen in our external environment which have an impact on our business? Similarly, when we think about our personal strategy, we need to begin by looking at what is happening around us. In this episode, I want to discuss two major shifts that are happening in the world of business and people which would have a huge impact on our careers. The biggest shift in the context of careers is that we are moving away from what has traditionally been the job economy, where people thought of their careers as a lifelong contract, if not with one employer, at least with a few employers over a period of 35-40 to years. This lifelong contract approach to career management has some implications. Getting a good first job is critical because if you get that dream job, you might end up retiring from the same place. Therefore, there is a huge emphasis on all the activities preceding the first job, like getting one or more popular degrees from reputed institutions, working on extra projects, fighting for placements. And then landing the first job. Once the contract is made, we as employees profess our loyalty and commitment to the employer and transfer all further responsibility of our career to the organization. Whether it is learning, capability development, new roles, career progress, the onus is on the boss or the HR department to make it happen. And why not? I put all my energy, time, everything I have in doing my job. So, it is obviously the responsibility of the employer to manage my future career and growth. Haven't we heard this saying? People don't leave jobs, they leave their bosses. Of course, if I am unhappy with my job, then my boss is responsible. My job was not right for me, correct? Well, all that is changing now. We are moving towards what is called the gig economy. The gig economy is just a fancy name for a higher level of freelancing people leaving full-time jobs to work on consulting or freelance projects with various clients people are finding it more acceptable and even desirable to leave the comfort of employment to move towards the flexibility of freelancing it is wonderful for individuals because it gives us greater control on what we work on and whom we work for. We choose when to work and when not to work. Equally, organizations are embracing this change because it gives them access to top quality talent without having to attract them into full-time employment. Further, it is more cost-effective because you pay for talent when you need it rather than use the talent that you already have. Finally, it increases measurability. When you give a project for a certain fee, you make sure that the deliverables are achieved as desired. What are the implications of the gig economy on how we think about careers? There is no one dream job. Every job or project that you take up is your dream job for that point in time. And you have to work to win the job every time there is no guarantee or loyalty here. You are as good as your most recent work and you are in a job interview or pitch every other week or month. You are responsible for your career and its progress. Yes, you don't have a boss who will tell you what to do. Oh no, you don't have a boss who can tell you what to do. You make your choices of what to do next you invest your resources to develop yourself. You're kind of on your own. The concept of gig economy is not just for those who are moving to freelance models of employment. Even within organizations, we are seeing network structures, small clusters or closely knit teams that form naturally around solving problems. These teams can get created and recreated depending on how business requirements or priorities evolve. There are no fixed roles or departments or hierarchies of career growth in such organizations. So, remember, even if you are working in the familiarity of a traditional corporate job, sooner than later, you will face the implications of the gig economy. Your work could start drawing comparisons with that of a freelancer who might do it more efficiently, you could be competing for your job with a person sitting in Turkey, Indonesia, Mexico, may not really matter. The second significant impact on people and careers is due to changes in business models. Traditionally, value creation in a business was a function of the quantum of input resources, capital and talent. Asset-based businesses required capital to grow in size and more the capital, greater the scale and their ability to improve profits. Think of any manufacturing business. Similarly, people-centric businesses hired capable employees to perform tasks and growth came from adding more people to do more or solve more problems. IT and BPO are good examples of such businesses. The key thing was that in order to grow the business and improve profitability, you had to add more resources, money and people. Therefore, as the economy around us grew, new jobs got created and there was enough opportunity for personal growth for everyone. Today, that's not the case. A small team of people with very limited resources are able to disrupt industries. Software can create a multiplier effect on capital and people. Many human tasks can now be performed remotely and even by machines, robots, or computer programs. The driver of value creation in business is shifting towards innovation and creation of intellectual property. In many industries, we don't need lots of people any longer, but we need fewer people of a very different set of capabilities. This has a huge implication on the number of jobs and the nature of capabilities that will get you a job in future. I don't wish to sound alarmist by speaking about these trends. There is a lot of change happening around us but isn't it better to be aware of these changes and prepare for them than to be taken by surprise? Any strategist would tell you that the Criticality of strategy increases during periods of hyper-competition and major change. Maintaining status quo is not an option. Even without the impact of these external changes, we find 50% of managers are not satisfied with their jobs. The shifts towards gig economy and IP-centric business models will only put greater pressure on careers. So, we better get prepared. What do you think are the five most important skills that you must build to create personal competitive advantage that's a discussion for the next episode remember you can share your comments and thoughts on whatsapp at +918928439578 that is 8928439578 see you soon Thanks for joining us on this episode of Value. Visit our website globalgyan.in and subscribe to the show so you will never miss an episode. You can also download the Global Gyan app to get additional content, learning and mentoring by the Gurus at Global Gyan. Do tune in to our next episode.